This is our 52nd edition of Sound Teaching. That's right, we've been at it now for a year. We appreciate so much your kind support and your interest in the spread of God's Word through this medium. With this edition, we're also ending our series of 10 podcasts on the book of James with a study of James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. As I said, this podcast will bring an end to our study of the book of James, and I hope that you have received some benefit from this series. James is such a book of practicality. Each week we've learned something different which should help us to live more acceptably in the sight of God. In our study, I have attempted to emphasize that practical advice of James that will help us in our daily walk. The last few verses of the book of James touch on a few final practical thoughts, verses 13 through 20 of chapter 5. We'll read that in its entirety. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing songs. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth, and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his way will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Now, this short text emphasizes the practical nature of James. In just a few short sentences, he gives meaningful instructions in about five different areas. He says first that if you are suffering, you should pray. It's indeed true that the age of miracles has ceased. No longer do we see individuals raised from the dead. We see no withered hands made whole nor boisterous seas calmed. However, God still helps us providentially. Let no one doubt the efficacy of prayer. James affirmed this in the 16th verse when he says, The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. If an individual is suffering, prayer can relieve that suffering. When you petition God sincerely to remove that suffering and it is acceptable for it to be so, God will answer that prayer. Praise be to God for his love and concern for our welfare. Prayer on behalf of the sick is beneficial. In fact, verse 15 tells us that the prayer of faith will save the sick. God, by his providence, still heals the sick and the afflicted of this world. And finally, prayer can be helpful for the sinful. We're to pray for those who are sinning and ourselves confess and pray when we sin. In doing so, souls will be saved. And it is in this context that James says the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Just look at the example of Elijah. God answered his prayers, and he will also answer ours if we ask in faith fervently. Notice also the place that songs have in our life as a child of God. James said in verse 13, Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. I know of no better way to praise God than through the singing of psalms unto him. We may not have the most talent in the world, but there is nothing more inspiring than to sit alongside fellow Christians 
and offer up in song praise and worship to our God. Doing it exactly as God has instructed, knowing that it is a sweet savor unto him. And then finally, the last two verses of the text. James said, Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he turns a sinner from the error of his way and will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Now notice carefully what James is saying. First, it is possible for a child of God to wander from the truth. To do so is to fall into condemnation, as is ably pointed out in verse 20. James not only shows that a child of God can lose his soul, but here gives instructions on how to avoid that possibility. We must be faithful. It is those who are faithful unto death who will receive the crown of life. James here is explaining the type of responsibility we have toward one another. I am my brother's keeper. I have a responsibility to look out for my brother's soul. James tells me that, and he encourages me by pointing out the good work of saving a soul from death, which comes as I turn a brother from his sins. We should always be on the lookout for Satan. He attacks us all from time to time. If you see him attacking a brother, intervene. You do no one a favor by standing idly by. Good advice from a book, which we have seen, has been full of good advice. And that brings us to an end of our study of this great book. We've just scratched the surface. I suppose I could have spent an entire year doing podcasts based on James' text, not just these ten short editions. Perhaps this will be a jumping-off point for you. I would encourage you to continue to study James, because there are many other nuggets you'll find by a more thorough study of that inspired text. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the West Side Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation, or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.